Hey folks, I'm Travis and this is Spoiler Alert. And after 10 years and possibly one of the worst endings ever, Dexter is back on Showtime. 10 p.m. Sundays brings Dexter's New Blood. It's a sequel series or mini-series to Wells Dexter from everything around eight years. And while I'm not going to go into eight seasons of Dexter, because bear with me, I did not remember it all, I will say it was fun. It managed to make blood splatter art. Everyone seems to love a vindicated murder. And it feminized violence. Not in a homosexual way, but there are so many women that were, I'm gonna watch Dexter. And it's not just because the man looked good. They just, women seem to enjoy Dexter. At the same time 24 was airing, and Dexter was doing way worse stuff, but that's a whole nother conversation we'll get into. Having said that, that's not without its flaws. The, how a forensic scientist that works in Miami with some of the dumbest cops, I do not know, and I'm still trying to figure it out. Because when it started, Dexter was an established forensic scientist. Everybody loved him, he knew him, they called him when they needed him, including his sister, Deb. And, well, then there's the ending, which I will discuss pretty early in the review of this first episode. Having said all that, I did watch the show, I did enjoy it, and it was fairly fun at times. Now, I'm not going to sit here and talk every week about Dexter. It seems like a lot. I will cover the season premiere and the season in general, but not weekly. So, if that's why you're here... Sorry for your luck. Having said that, New Blood starts with Dexter Morgan, you know, going by James Lindsay, I believe. And he's chasing an animal. Well, what you come to find out is an animal, though you're not quite sure what it is. And it's got a wonderful shot from the top where there's these tr just tracks. And yeah, they look like animal tracks in the long run, but he, God knows who he could be chasing. He is Dexter. But by the time he catches up to it, you find out it's a beautiful just white deer or a white reindeer. Either way, I don't know. Let me know. That'd be great. Upon finding it, though, he has no real will to kill it. It's just to watch it because it's beautiful. And it really is. Coupled with the snow, it's, it's wonderful. Though I'm trying to figure out, again, how he goes from Miami to the snow. It's also kind of grievy, though. However, like I said, when he aims, he just kind of watches it. And because he won't really kill animals, partially because he can't, after 10 years of being clean, 10 years of not murdering, well, anything, I think he hunts just to look at things, not for sport. He doesn't kill things. Then again, this is only the first episode. At that point, the credits play, and just like that, they've fixed that horrible ending, and I do call it a horrible ending to the first series of Dexter, because the last two minutes is him walking off into the Pacific Northwest, and he's a lumberjack, or he drives wooden logs. I don't know, but it was very confusing, and it was very bad, especially considering how easy it is, apparently, for him to change his name. I don't understand why he did that. It was just, it was pretty rough. 
But again, that's fine. We've absolutely fixed that. Thank God. The next scene immediately is from one of the commercials and many of the scenes from the commercials are from the first episode. And that can go both ways. Either that's going to be because it's all the good scenes they have or that's just the tip of the iceberg. And so far that seems to be just the tip of the iceberg. One thing they did that I found very interesting, they showed you clips of everything that was going to happen this season, in this episode. It was a very rapid, rapid set of, of images, but everything that they showed pretty much happened this episode. And thankfully, thus far, like I said, it is a latter situation where this is just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, the scene is of him getting pulled over by his girlfriend that we have all come to realize who that is just from the commercial. And it's interesting, her name is Angela. All right, it's interesting because immediately you get to see how used to faking he is. He almost seems irritated that he has to get picked, he has to deal with this woman. But again, immediately he switches because he has evolved, which he won't mention later in the show. Um, and not just as a killer, I realize, he's evolved as a person. And that's a good thing. And then, Dexter has sex. I'm not focusing on the sex, but it's, it's odd that immediately we're 15 minutes in and Dexter is having sex in the back of the car with a sheriff on the side of the road in a very, very small town. Yeah, I can't understand her life of me. It's not to say that it's not to say that people don't have sex. They do it all the time. It's just very odd when Dexter Morgan is all of a sudden just balling somebody. It's like when Sherlock Holmes balls someone and they had a whole dominatrix episode and they managed to have him not have sex. So it's just weird to see that character immediately into some debauchery. But whatever, it is what it is. It's showtime. Gotta love it. And a real quick lesson, or not lesson, a real quick talk about Deb. They can't have Harry because Harry is too old to play the character he was playing the dark the dark traveler but having deb not so much the dark traveler but having her there in his head as a good person is interesting and it's easy it was a very easy way to fix it a very easy way to bring her back into the show but it works it also is very off-putting that she's very maternal, almost too maternal because I'm, I'm not used to Deb not cursing, hashtag not my Deb. But she, again, very good, very good actress. Also, along with the Deb situation, it gives me hope as to how they can possibly bring back Trinity because that was one of the ones that mattered. He bludgeoned the shit out of this man. And maybe he's dead, maybe he's not, though I don't see how he's not. However, come the end of the episode with everything that happens, if Deb is the good angel and whatever his name is becomes, James Lindsay becomes Dexter again, pretty much, to have Trinity there playing the Harry character about protecting herself and being smarter, that would be fucking cool. 
And then we're back to his love for pastries and donuts. He's always bringing people donuts and pastries. It is absurd. And it's apparently very easy to find a job where you can be a sociopath. My man was forensic scientist. Now he works at a hunting shop. Just anytime he can be around weapons and shit, he's all about it. I don't get it. Immediately after that, you get hunting season. And that seems to bring out the douchebags. That introduces the character of Matt Caldwell. He is a king douche. He's just really bad. Goes in there, looks for the largest gun he can find, actively tells Dexter that it's because his friend has a bigger gun. And it could not get more phallic, more homophobic, and a little bit scarier than, than that. I want a gun that's going to make his one look like a super soaker. And he's declined for the gun, so he has to wait 24 hours, which sets him right the fuck off. But, you know, he goes with it. A couple of hours later, they're at a bar. Dexter's with his girlfriend, Angela. Matt and all his friends are drinking. Matt's buying rounds because he's super wealthy, and that's just how it goes. He actually tries to convince Dexter at the bar to just break into the store to give him his gun, which is pretty amusing to me. Because Dexter's many things. He doesn't seem to be a criminal. Like, like he doesn't, he's not a thief. Uh, the next day happens. The gun, he finally passes his clearance and he gets his gun. He has to go deliver it and he has one of the most interesting nonverbal conversations with his, it's, it's amazing face acting as he's listening to his friends and watching and hearing about how bad of a person Matt is. And you can see him debating it in his face whether, I think this is gonna be the guy that I do it. I think this is gonna be where I break my 10 year. Is there a chip for a 10 year lack of murder? If there is, he deserved it. He has a fantasy where he gun butts the guy in the face and thankfully, it's not just a fantasy, because later on, that's what he does. He used to poison, but, you know, he's not used to doing this. So, you know, got to get him out as quickly as you can. But we'll get there in a second. You come to find out, Matt, like I said, a true piece of shit, to where you find out he was part of a murder. Five people died, I think, on a boat incident. His friend took the blame and had a scar that looks like a dick apparently but it really doesn't so he just calls him dick face and who doesn't get laid dick face doesn't get laid dick face walks into the room and sees his girlfriend riding the shit out of matt and matt doesn't seem to be interested in it at all and then he goes in the bathroom does blow and then cries it's a fairly realistic and sad situation. After all that progresses, we get to see what seems to be a blonde that'll probably, I don't know, maybe she's a Trinity kid. Maybe she's just going to be, you know what I'm getting ahead of myself. During the night out, you're introduced to somebody who has been stalking Dexter, which is never a good idea. It's just not. And you're also introduced to a blonde girl who I can't remember the name, her name for the life of me. And the sheriff gives her money, tells her, if you need a place to stay, you can go to this person. 
helps her out totally. Later on, you come to find out that ha the guy looking that was hunting Dexter Harrison, it's his son, grown up. And initially, because Deb's a good angel, she tells him, no, don't deal with your son. Everyone around you dies and is hurt, and actively pulls the bullet out of her, which was actually a cool effect. I thought it was fun. It's fun to watch it happen. So he tells Harrison he's not his son, gives him some money, and sends him on his way. He goes hunting to air that shit out the next day, and while staring at that reindeer, deer, I don't know. While staring at the reindeer, deer, I don't know. Matt shoots it in the brain with the biggest gun. It, it terrifies, it just, it's not terrifying, it just demolishes the deer. That's when the gun butt happens for real. And that's when Dexter decides that it's time to happen. It's gone too long without it, and there are certain people that just have to go. I'm not saying that is a real thing, but in TV, there are certain people that just gotta fucking go. So he goes over, slits the animal's neck to put him out of his misery for real. And then you get to see him remake a white room as best as he can in a shed. It's cute, it's quick, it's a fun montage. He wakes up, well he doesn't wake up. He wakes Matt up by slicing his face because Dexter used to collect blood. While having the conversations that he has with his victims, he decides that you know, he's evolved. He doesn't need blood. He doesn't need trophies. At one point, Matt blames his parents, and that made Dexter chuckle, and it made me chuckle. It's not my fault! Okay, my mom died when I was eight. My dad, he was never around. He was always working. I, 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 had, I, I had a shitty childhood, okay? You're blaming this on bad parenting? It's true, it's not my fault, okay? I didn't have... And then he just proceeds to do what Dexter does. And it's not as graceful as it used to be. Uh, there's a lot of aggression to it. Not a lot, but there's more aggression to it. Almost because he's relearning, as I said. He's evolving. And he's out of practice. He then proceeds to wrap the whole body up as best as he can. And while it's not a, it's not a river or a lake with alligators, it, he lives in Pacific Northwest, maybe even Alaska. I have no clue, but they do ice fishing up there. And so that's where he buries the body. And after all that therapeutic murder, he decides now's the time to be a father to your child. He catches Harrison at the bus stop he sent him to, tells him, hey, I'm your dad, which I find is going to be interesting when you begin to go, well, why does everybody call you James? Having said that, that brings me to the blonde and his son Harrison. There's a scene of blood, and while Dexter is not practiced, I don't think he would just leave blood in snow. He could have. He could have been carrying the body and just blood drops everywhere. Or his son has a dark traveler too. And they make it clear that he wants to be a father to his son. He mentions how often Harry helped him and we know what Harry helped him with. 
if the blonde girl goes missing, which she may have, I wasn't paying that much attention. I was too interested in other things that were going on. Just the cute things, the butcher knives, how much you wanted Matt to die, because you just kind of did. But it seems like this season could have a lot of children, grandchildren, and training for death. And to watch that learning curve from him go from Jim or James, whoever the fuck his name is, back to Dexter is going to be amusing because it's a small town and they are not ready for what he's about to bring to it. Next week will be the three things that got me through. And they're good things. I like comic books. The Alien comic book is fire. The New Guardians game is fire. And I love my Oculus. Half-Life Alyx. Most games I play on the Oculus are just so much damn fun. Thanks for listening. Hope to catch you next week.